today I'm talking to Fran Mariano, who has her own podcast with Barstool called Chicks in the Office, with her co-host and best friend Maria. And the duo have also started the group chat, which is a mini series on Snapchat. And finally, Fran is a co-host on the Dime Package, which is a pro football show by Barstool. So you definitely have quite the exciting career being a podcaster, social media personality, sports expert, and more. Um, How did you kind of get to where you are today and like merge all of your interests into one super cool career? So I really just have always chased things that I am interested in, like from the start, even when I was little, I always wanted to work in sports. I thought, you know, maybe like sideline reporting, something like that. And on top of that, I was just obsessed with pop culture, like always reading and being on blogs and seeing what celebrities are doing and all those things. Like I I just, I loved it. I loved paying attention. I loved talking about it. So when I applied when I was applying for internships when I was in school I really just like focused on areas or companies I knew had those aspects to it that I could just get my foot in the door somehow and I had been following Barstool for for a long time and um, when they moved to New York they started to bring on some interns and that is when I just kind of entered uh, entered this world. Yeah, I also love pop culture and I feel like simply following your interests and trying to find like, you know, cool places to work that line with your interests is definitely good advice for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sometimes you just you want to just settle because it is hard. It's you know, it's hard. The job the job search is very tough. And so sometimes I think people get discouraged and you take something that you probably don't love, but you have to you know, make ends meet. It's very fair. It happens to a lot of people. So it's, um, if you have the ability to keep searching, not everybody does, but if you have the ability to keep searching, uh, it can certainly pay off. Yeah. And you've turned podcasting into an amazing career and I'm definitely, definitely a beginner podcaster, but like, who knows, maybe it'll turn into a full-time job for me too. (laughs) Exactly. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. So do you, do you have any podcasting advice for me, like specifically how to be a good interviewer? So I listened and watched tons of other podcasts, specifically ones that were solo host based, just like guest based. Um, You know, I think that there are a couple really good ones. And I always kind of think to just because I'm in the, you know, celebrity world and it's interviewing other celebrities. I listen to a lot of Dax Shepard's podcasts. I don't know if you've ever listened to his show and yeah. he is a great interviewer. He does a phenomenal job and he gets his guests very comfortable. They feel very comfortable talking to him. They open up, they share a lot. So I have always felt like that is really important start off you can start off kind of casual but it is um it's very different and right now you know we're in the era of zoom interviews and uh skype interviews and all those things it used to always be in person and that was always a lot of fun and um a lot of work i will say like for me when it comes to tips on interviewing i think just make sure you're well prepared uh do a lot of research and 
try and make it, it should be structured, but it should also sound like a conversation, not just, you know, not as sometimes as interviewee, I think podcast mm-hmm. interviews, I like to sound a little bit more casual than say you're watching 60 minutes or something like that. Yeah, for sure. I'm taking a podcasting class actually in school this semester. Well, that's so awesome. I'm kind of learning also those tips. So that was super helpful. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> um, so you and Rhea make quite the duo on Chicks in the Office. Like, what is it like working with your best friend? Uh, it has always been great. You know, what's really funny is people always assume that we knew each other before we worked here. We didn't. I, she, um, she started working here about six months before I did. And we were the only two girls really who were trying to do content stuff at the time. There was, you know, our, our CEO is a, a female and she was here and um, we had a ton of, we had women on the business side of things, but there wasn't a lot of content coming from women. So when we first met, we had realized like we have so many similar interests, we have similar families and we got along really, really well. And we just meshed right off the bat when it came to talking and joking about pop culture. And so now being as close as we are, it, it is really great because I just, I do a lot of the times feel like I'm just working with a sister because we have gotten so close we do three episodes a week. We are always together. We do live shows now. So we're, you know, we're traveling together. We do all these things. So we've really kind of integrated our lives uh, together a lot. And thankfully it has worked out very well. And, you know, there hasn't been any, any huge issues. We always go, we always go by the rule of just like open honesty. Sometimes if that comes off a little harsh, so be it. But the second you start to like hold things back or not tell each other how you're actually feeling, that's when, you know, resentment you got you builds up. And with the co-host, like it's just you, you can't have that. So open honesty, we really try and uh, stick to that as much as possible. And, you know, sometimes if it hurts someone's feelings, you just got to it's like because now we just think of each other as sisters. It's like, I love you. I'm going to tell you this. Don't be mad. But this is how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have any like funny stories from I mean, whether it was from um, when you were, were working with Rio or just any funny story from your like career journey? Oh, I mean, we've had <laughs> we've had we've had so many, I think, just traveling as a group has been really funny. We have, um, what's really cool about the podcast situation is that now like people are doing live podcasts and things like that. So we've been doing live shows and they have been so much fun, but our chicks in the office team has grown and it used to just be myself, Bria and our producer Noah. And now we have, um, Devin who works our social. We have Natalie who also helps, uh, Noah with, editing, production, all that side. We have, uh, you know, my, my sister actually helps a lot. My sister works here now as well. And she um, jumps around from a ton of different podcasts. She does some stuff for us, some stuff for other shows. And now we're like all traveling across the country, planning these trips. And that's been hilarious. I mean, there's been missed flights. There's been like hotel room drama. There's always been some funny stuff. And then of course, like just podcast work-wise we've had we've had some hilarious interviews we've had interviews that have not gone well at all um and those are always kind of funny to look back at and think like uh, (laughs) thought that would have gone differently but 
it's it's all it's all kind of part of it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you got to go through all sides yeah any like biggest fail or was that tough kind of a tough interview maybe your biggest fail um you know we've tried a couple things that have not necessarily gone well which mm-hmm. is totally fine like we've tried we've tried to do like new YouTube series and things like that, where, you know, we put out like 10 ish videos, didn't really catch fire on anything. And we were like, okay, this didn't work back to the drawing board. Got to try again. So if you're not, I mean, if you're not failing, you're not working. Like if you're not failing, you're not trying at all. Mm-hmm. You, you're just, you're staying stagnant. You're staying comfortable. Um, not everything is going to be a smash hit. So there's been a, there's been a bunch of, uh, different things I would say for sure that we've tried that have have not worked out or interviews that we've been like "Mm, you know that was a that was something but then it turns into a joke right you record the podcast and you're like guys we have an interview to play for you that was an absolute disaster and then everyone can just kind of laugh along with it I feel like that's kind of the fun of it having like this kind of more formal interview setting and then a podcast where you could be a little more goofy yeah yeah it, it is it makes it it makes fun. And that's also, you know, what's so great about, um, having a co-host, I think, because we can bounce off each other and there's always like a safety net. So everybody that does just one-on-one, I applaud because it's hard. Like, uh, right. Um, Rhea right now is sick and we had a couple interviews that we could not reschedule. And so I had to do them solo and it's, it's a, it's a lot more work. You know, you don't realize when you become so comfortable with having someone where like, if your brain just kind of glitches for a second and you're like, uh, 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 I don't have a question. The other person knows, and you can just kind of like go back and forth. So without that, it, it definitely is a little tougher. Okay. So you guys do kind of come up with questions on the spot. Yeah. I mean, we, we prep beforehand. Um, we basically, what we like to do is go through general ideas. So say, um, I don't, I'm trying to think of like somebody that was just on so we have an episode coming out Friday that is um, Topher Grace. He was the, on that 70s show. Um, he is in home economics now. So with someone like that, it's like we sit down, we prep, we say, okay, this is one, what is he promoting? Because that's why they're doing the interview in the first place. What are they promoting? What are the, what are they really looking to push? Um, what have they done in their career that we're both interested in that we can kind of like riff off of and talk about? So we'll go through acting credits. Oh, he was in this movie. Oh, he did this TV show. Let's bring up this. Let's talk about this. And then we'll always scour like just the Google news filter when it comes to just like, hey, like what's, has he been doing anything recently that Mm -hmm. has, you know, been written about or anything like that? Uh, Always look at someone's social media. We're always, you know, we go to his Instagram and be like, okay, he posted this five days ago. We can ask about that. Like, what did that mean? Was this a joke? Um, and then once we kind of have the general ideas, then we kind of let it fly. It's, we've been doing it for long enough now that at the beginning, yes, it was so structured. We had full sheets. We had questions written out like word for word, everything. And as we've just gotten better at it, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's just practice. Um, we've been able to pull back on how much we kind of script everything. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have like a favorite thing about your industry? Do I have a favorite thing about the, I mean, it's just working in the pop culture world. It is really 
everyone is very passionate about the work, I will mm-hmm. say, because um, I do find that everybody really has a, has a desire to be working in pop culture and they really love to talk about it. Because if you don't like, then it just, tr- you can tell and it translates. And so I do feel like even from people who I, who we met through, who like do traditional TV, who are like on the e-network or things like that, like even they still love talking about pop culture, love talking about TV, TV shows and all those things. So that's probably one of my favorite things is that when we have other people that are in the industry with us, Mm -hmm. they're so fun. They're so fun to talk to. Anytime we do like podcast crossovers that we do with other um, shows that are pop culture focused, we have so much fun. We laugh so much because everybody really loves what they're doing. You don't find that everywhere uh, and across like different industries, you know, not everybody is going to be as passionate about their job. And I just feel like in that, in our certain corner, everybody really loves what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. What about a least favorite thing? It's nonstop. Mm -hmm. It's nonstop. The one thing about doing a show like this, or just like being on social media is people want an instant reaction at all times. Something breaks, they want to know right away. Like there's no break. There's no, like you go home a nine to five, you can normally close your laptop at five o'clock, come back the next day, look, you know, catch up on your emails and get back to work. And you don't necessarily have to worry about it when you go home. Sometimes everybody's job is different, but for us, like it's work, we're constantly on. And I, a lot of times do wish, like I'm addicted to my phone. I wish I wasn't, I wish I was not like on it as much as I am no, same. Uh, because I have a fear of like, Oh my God, if something happens and I miss mm-hmm. it and we don't see it or we don't post about it, like it's a bad look on us. So I've tried to get better at that, but that is probably my least favorite thing is that you just kind of feel like you're always on all the time. Yeah. And then kind of finally, like, do you, do you have any advice for someone trying to break into your industry or like advice for your 22 year old self? Yeah. So I mean, God, my advice for my 22 year old self, (laughs) I would tell my 22 year old self, I would say like, take a couple deep breaths is not as bad as it seems. Because when I was 22, I had been jumping around colleges. I didn't know where I was going to finish school. School was not for me. I was not like, it just was not my path. Um, and right around that time is when I got the internship at Barcelona. I never left. So for me, it's just like, everything felt like the end of the world at that, at that point in my life. I just felt like, Oh my God, like I, I'm never going to get a job. I don't have a degree. Like what's going to happen? Like And, um, I just really, honestly, it was like, take a, take a few deep breaths. (laughs) Therapy's awesome. I fucking love, I had a therapist then when I was 22, who was the best. I loved her. Therapy Mm -hmm. is great, especially Mm -hmm. for the college to real life transition, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else I think that's, I think that's, I think that's basically it. And what, what was the second part of your question? Sorry, I missed last. Part. No, yeah. It was kind of like advice for someone trying to break into your industry. Oh, and- breaking into the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking into podcasting and all this. So 
podcasting super saturated right now. There's a ton. And in order to like really stand out, I think you have to have the social media aspect tied into it. Um, I think you got to promote the hell out of your show. And I think that happens a lot on social media for us and why we think chicks in the office podcasted as well as, uh, it does is we started on social media first. Mm-hmm. And that is, we, we had a following that we created on Instagram that we were able to take to long form. Uh, because sometimes it's hard to get people to listen to you talk for a while. If they don't really know you. So it's like getting to, getting to know someone in a short form basis, I think helps a lot. And t- you know, TikTok is the biggest social media platform there is right now. I'm not like, I can my mind, I'm like a 27 year old, 40 year old. I just cannot like, <sighs> we do all these TikToks for chicks in the office and Devin who helps run our social, who is 23 has to like help me all the time because I'm just like, I do, I press this button. I, I just, I can't do it. But for my advice to young people going into podcasting, TikTok is huge because once you get a couple, you can get maybe a few viral posts or um, you're just, people are able to see like, oh, wow, she's had this person on and this person on this person on. And it's all kind of more visual. It definitely helps a lot, which is why I'm glad you decided to do Zoom because I do think having some kind of visual aspect helps so much, even just, even just on your own personal social media, like Mm -hmm. you're able to throw up a little side-by-side of the Zoom and say, oh, this person I have on my podcast, like, here's the link. You should go listen to it. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for the recommendation. Yes, you're you're, you're very welcome. Um, I do think that helps. I really think tying a podcast in with social media is um, the best way to go. Yeah, man. I love social media. So that yeah. definitely will be my next steps. Catch, <laughs> catch, are you there world? It's me, Taylor, on Instagram, on TikTok in the next Yep, there months. you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much for talking to me today. This was amazing and I really learned a ton. So I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. And I wish you the best and good luck on your search. 